0: To the Blended Insight podcast. Hello, bright souls, and thank you so much for joining me. For those of you that don't know me, this is Susan with Blended Insight, and I am an intuitive and energy healer and an integrative slash wellness practitioner. And all any of that means is that I love to learn, grow, develop, and evolve, and then share everything that I've learned to help and inspire others to do the same. It's the holiday season. <laughs> And for so many people, it's a joyous time, and for others, it's a not-so-joyous time. So for today's podcast, I want to share ways to stay grounded during the holidays. I know this is a triggered time of year for many people. So I just want to go over five things, their topics and perspective shifts, things to consider. If it doesn't resonate with you, that is okay. Let the ideas wash over you. And what resonates, take it. And what doesn't, just let it wash on by. The first common thing that people express during the holiday season is the feeling of loneliness. Really, it's comparing their lives to the lives of other people and feeling that everyone else has a full joyous life and they don't have what others have. So it goes back to comparison. Comparison is the thief of joy. Now, I spent several holidays all by myself. I spent several holidays in a foreign country. I was in the military for 12 and a half years, and so I understand being by yourself yourself during the holidays and really feeling like everybody else is out celebrating and joyous and loving each other and you yourself are feeling lonely. I remember one year I was in Turkey and I was stationed there. I was in the military and I was young. I was in my early 20s and it was my first Thanksgiving that far away from family of any kind And I had to work and I was so busy at work, I worked in a supply chain. So I had to supply aircraft parts to aircrafts and the aircrafts were flying that day. And so they were needing a lot of parts. And I was incredibly busy. I think I worked 14 or 16 hour days. And I didn't have, I just had snacks that I brought. I didn't have like a Thanksgiving meal or anything like that. I didn't even have a chance to go to the dining facility to get a meal at all because I was so busy and I was working by myself. But the beautiful thing about it was, Thanksgiving food is available all year long. There was nothing stopping me from waking up the next morning and going to the store and buying my traditional favorites, preparing them and enjoying them. And the reason I'm bringing that up is because oftentimes we get entirely too hung up on one day, when there are so many days in the year, and we can make those experiences all year long. There have been many years where my daughter after she was born couldn't spend the holidays with me because she was supposed to go see her dad for those holidays and so we just celebrated the week before or the week after. My family still does that because everyone has multiple families and friends that they want to go see so Thanksgiving is on a Tuesday with the family and then they go and have Thanksgiving and celebrations with other people and it's fine it's perfectly okay. I've done the same thing with Christmas. I've celebrated the month or the week or the day before with other people that I want to enjoy. I mean, when you have an experience where you lived all different places and you know people from all over the world, you just make it work. It's more about the fellowship, the experience, what you're celebrating, the energy you're putting into it. And even if you don't have anyone to celebrate and you're just doing it with yourself in those years or in those times, I just focus on how I can bless other people. And then I focus on all the ways that I am blessed. One of the biggest blessings is the ability to take care of myself and to be able to take care of my daughter. That is a blessing. Not everybody has the ability to get up and create and do things and be inspired. That in itself is a blessing. And I think it's really important to focus on that and stop putting so much emphasis on what we don't have. So if you catch yourself feeling lonely during the holidays, these are the two things that I have done that have worked tremendously for me. First of all, I always trust that there is a higher plan. So if I am all by myself during the holiday season, and I have been many, many times, focus that day on self-care. Let me catch up on things that I really want to do. Let me feed myself amazing food, either take myself out or cook for myself. Make it a self-care day. I can do spa day at home, or I can watch movies that I enjoy. I can rest. If I'm working that day, which I've also done many, many times, then I try my very best to bless other people with my presence with my positive energy and give them the most grateful holiday and gratitude filled holiday because when we're grateful we spew that energy out of us and it goes on to other people and so I want to make sure that my presence blesses the presence of other people so those are two tips if you are feeling lonely during the holidays missing people during the holidays that's another one that comes up a lot Loss is very difficult, and the grieving process is different for everyone, and this goes for people that are just not in your life anymore or people that have passed on. Back in 1996, my brother and my cousin died in a car accident, and my brother's son was born two weeks later in November, so my brother passed in October, and his son was born two weeks later. This was back in 1996. And then we were in the holiday season, and I was in the military. I was living in Florida. I was not living close to home. And so I usually traveled back to home for the holidays, and that particular holiday was just ultra-depressing, and I remember my mom and my other brother, who was living then but is past now, came to visit me in Florida, and we took this picture on the beach, my brother and I. And I never noticed it until years later, but the sky was so eerie and strange looking. And I remember it just being a really low holiday and not from my perspective so much, but more from the perspective of my family. And it's human nature to get fixated on all the things that we don't have instead of focusing on all the things that we do have. So the way that I... Find most helpful to remedy this is to just create a ritual of remembrance and gratitude for all of the memories that you do have with that person. A lot of people create little altars where they maybe put like fun memories, good pictures, things that make them feel happy and joyful with the experiences with that person. And they just send love and energy to that. And then they shift the focus on to everyone that is here still in their lives, all the blessings they do still have in their lives and focus their time and attention on that. So that's what I do every year, even though neither of my brothers are living anymore. They both passed away 10 years apart in automobile accidents. It was really odd. And I don't live near my family. So and I never really have because I've been in the military and I've moved around a lot. I just still love the holiday season because it's a time where people focus more on giving. It's a time where people focus on the things that they're grateful for. And I love the energy of it. So I'm not going to let a couple of things that are missing out of my life take away the attention of all the things that I still have in my life and that I'm so incredibly grateful for. So I would encourage you to try to do the same thing if you are experiencing missing others during the holiday season and any time really. The third thing and this is a big one is family drama. A lot of people really dread the holidays because they just do not want to deal with that particular family member or family members, which I totally get. I've always considered myself sort of the black sheep of the family. And if you're listening to this, chances are you feel the same way. Also, I'm very empathic. So going around people that like drama, or they just don't really want to grow change, it can be difficult. And I totally get it. Trust me, I get it. So these are the things that I always think about to keep myself grounded. And I'm going to share them with you. We are all growing and evolving. And we're all going to make mistakes. And we're all evolving at our own rate and pace. Some people incarnated into this lifetime to just live a very small existence. And I don't mean that as a judgment. I mean that they're not going to grow. They don't want to learn and they don't want to get better. And if you're listening to this, chances are that is not you. Chances are you're someone that wants to meditate. You want to grow your spiritual practice. You want to be the best version of yourself. And so a lot of times when you don't see your family regularly, when you go back and see them, it causes you to realize how far you've come and how far you've grown and resist the urge to share that with people that are committed to not growing. (laughs) That's where you start to get a little bit stuck and frustrated. So the best thing you can do is just have compassion. Think of it as though you are a professor and they are still in elementary school. People that like to argue and create conflict don't even participate in it if possible. Honestly, just send them love. You can imagine pink energy and love from your heart going to their heart. Make sure you ground and shield yourself before you go into that environment and just try to have compassion. I remember listening to Vans at one time, telling someone who had so much anger toward her mother, she was telling her, imagine her sitting in a wheelchair with a straight jacket on, because she's a broken person. And you would have a lot of compassion for someone in that condition, because, of course, they're going to be frustrated, and they're not very capable. And that is emotionally what she was trying to explain that her mother was experiencing. And so if you think about that, if you think of these people as sort of broken, it helps you to develop a level of compassion that they just don't want to learn and grow like you do. And that is perfectly okay. We want to love and accept them and have the best time that we can, and have the most peaceful time that we can have. The other thing to consider is that if you do a lot of spiritual work, your aura gets very big, and your aura is very clean, especially if you're doing energy healing. And when you go around people that don't do spiritual work, they don't have a spiritual practice, and they're not really doing anything to evolve themselves, their aura is very small. So when you go around them, your big aura bumps up against their small aura, and it does two things. One it pulls all of their things to the surface that need to be healed. So they have the tendency to just dump on you or get agitated at you either or. And two, your aura, if they're not wanting to change, it can agitate them to where they sort of lash out at you and want to pick a fight with you. So one of the things you can do is just mentally tell your aura to slowly integrate with the aura of others and just have compassion with yourself and the family and friends that aren't necessarily on the same vibrational level that you're on. And just do the best you can with it. The fourth thing that is important to remember during the holiday season and all year long is when you give you expand the heart chakra. And when I say giving, I mean of yourself energetically, like sending love into the world doing your meditation practice, as well as physically giving your gifts and items. Giving expands the aura. So While you are giving to all of these other people, also give to yourself because we have to be in balance giving and receiving. So fill yourself up and take really good care of yourself during the holiday season. Give yourself a break. You're not perfect. You are a soul that's incarnated to experience all of these different things in a flesh body. (laughs) I mean, we're human, but what we don't want to happen is for you to overgive and deplete yourself to where you become resentful, run down, bitter, and no good to anyone at all. So giving is great, but you also need to rest and take really good care of yourself and give some of that back to yourself. And my last thing is... Remember and remind yourself that you are the light of the world. We need you. We need you here to be that beacon of light. And remember, everything is attracted to the light. If it's a completely dark room and then you turn on a light, all living beings are going to flock to that. Bugs, people. And so you're a light worker. You're filled with light. And so that is really your purpose. And we need you regardless. You're a lighthouse. So with that said, let's do a little healing. Just take a couple of deep breaths if you can. I'm filling your aura with beautiful gold shimmering light. All negative cords are now cut, and disintegrated. to a white luminous light that has all the colors in it. This is all part of a divine plan. I thank you so much for taking the time out of this busy, busy, busy season and your busy day to listen to my podcast. And I do hope that I share some things that will help you elevate you inspire you and get you going through the end of this year. If you have any podcast suggestions, you can always send me a line at Susan at You can connect with me on YouTube blended insight, also Facebook blended insight. And as always, I hope that you have a beautiful gratitude filled blessed, prosperous, and luminous, and wonderful, and amazing, and fulfilling day, week, and the end of the year. Thanks so much.